0: Hello, welcome to the bloom with a boom podcast. I'm Rebecca, your host. And in this nourishing space, we're navigating life's prickly paths. So we can bloom from a place of self love and acceptance. And this personal development has a ripple effect on the world around us. Hence the boom. I'll be sharing vulnerable stories from my own life, some of my own adventures and misadventures, as well as the journeys of the guests we'll meet. Personal wellness is a pathway to living authentically. So we'll also explore a wide variety of wellness tools. I'll be sharing some of my little life hacks, daily practices, and some of my guests will be sharing theirs as well. The little practices that their happiness runs on. So, make sure to subscribe by hitting the follow button on whatever app you're using, uh, and that will ensure you won't miss an episode. So, thank you very, very much for being here and sharing the space and enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Happy Friday. And This is the last episode of 2023, and I am so overjoyed that I have a podcast. I want to reflect a little bit on this journey and talk a little bit about some of the intention that I'm putting forward in the new year and these solo episodes are probably I I mean I, I sit and I start talking and it's not scripted and I usually strangely enough I just feel so comfortable with that um even more I guess you could say pressure to talk because there's nobody that I'm asking the questions to but just something about having that open canvas is freeing for me. And I've just committed that this is going to be the way that I do it. I just kind of start without, I have an idea of what I want to talk about and I start and I'm really welcoming of any feedback. If there's any part of my story that I ever touch on, or if there's a short little episode where I like the one where I shared the chanting, and you want to hear more chanting, or you want to hear more stories or I mentioned travel that I did. You want to hear more about that? i I can definitely take requests here. It's kind of like my my little open canvas to share the things that I'm not going to share during an interview because um, it's really about giving that other person um, a chance to share their stories. So I'm grateful for any feedback and for you listening and just for you being here. Let's jump right in. We're hearing a lot about intentions for the new year, about resolutions. And there's a lot of invitation right now, both in the transformational space, you know, in our yoga retreats and our other holistic things that we do. And also just out there in the mainstream you know, main lane of life. Everyone is kind of getting to that place. What should 2024 look like? What do I want to do? What do I want to accomplish? And that was kind of the motivation behind that episode that I did about the ego. It's so easy this time of year for our ego to be like, okay, where are you at? What What's your plan? What's your five-year plan? What are you going to do this year? how many times you're going to go to the gym starting January 1st? And I was just at the gym and my trainer was saying, starting next week, starting in January, the parking lots get full. <laughs> and I asked him, when, when does it end? You know, when, at, at what point do, do people stop kind of start slacking off and stop showing up every day at the gym? And he said, he said, the turning point, the, the straw that breaks the camel's back is Super Bowl. <laughs> Everyone's like, okay, I'm gonna have my nachos and my beer and watch football. I thought that was funny. But see, the thing about resolutions and some of these intentions is we do put high expectations on ourselves. And we should always challenge ourselves, right? Um, but there's challenging ourselves, they're setting ourselves up for failure, which I don't think having a big goal is setting yourself up for failure. It's more about the energy. Are you putting pressure on yourself? Are you feeling some kind of push to do it because someone else did it? But you know, there's all these things that play in when we are trying to step it up. So I decided that it just popped into my head after the workout today, I decided that I would like to lead this transitional time with a question, a question that I had a therapist encourage me to ask myself. And she, she actually gave it to me as homework. This was a couple of years ago. She said this week, remember to ask yourself, I forget the exact context, but it was about remembering to ask myself, what is the kindest thing I can do for myself right now? And that really resonated. Every time those words popped into my mind, what is the kindest thing that I can do for myself? That that immediately disarms the ego, right? Because immediately I'm starting off from a place of self-love. What is going to serve me? Is it going to serve me to get out the door, even though I'm a little tired and push myself a little bit and go to the gym because I'm going to feel fantastic afterwards? Or am I saying, you know what? I should go to the gym because I said that my new year's resolution was let's go to the gym four or five times a week. You see how that same thing could come from a different place. What is the kindest thing I can do for myself? What is the kindest thing I can do for myself? there are times on this podcast journey that I have to pull away because even though I'm doing it for myself, I'm not doing it for money. You notice we we're not monetizing. There's no ads on this podcast. (laughs) Um, You know, at some point I would like to grow a business and this is kind of a seed for that, but I'm doing it for myself and for my community and to build my voice and to connect with other people and to, touch their hearts. That's what lights me up. So sometimes it gets to be too much. And if you're an internet entrepreneur or any kind of entrepreneur, you know, it's checking to see how many listens I have or how many downloads or checking social media. When I find myself getting too caught up in how I'm performing, how it's going, my progress, do I have enough episodes? That's when I need to pull back and how do we really know when to pull back if i'm asking myself that question what's the kindest thing that i can do for myself it could be what's the kindest thing i can do for myself in the next hour or it can be this morning or you know we can do it for the whole day what's the kindest thing i can do for myself today so that little question is a good kind of tool for me to stop and look at what i'm doing and ask myself Where is it coming from? I want to talk for a moment now about personal practice, daily practices. And I've talked about my little healing toolbox, chanting in the morning, doing yoga, doing breathing exercises. Right now, my three medicines, my three mind body practices are basically physical movement, yoga. Or another, you know, going to the gym is a form of the body in the mind body for me. Doesn't have to be yoga. Breathing exercises, breath work. I've talked a lot about breath work on this show already. (laughs) We're only eight episodes. and This is episode nine. And I've talked a lot about breath work. And then the chanting. I have this chanting practice. And a lot of these practices, definitely chanting, a lot of them, when i learned the practice from a teacher or through a movement or you know in the case of buddhism it is kind of like a religion so i found this buddhist practice and the chanting is part of that buddhism there's this invitation just to, to do it or recommendation i should say to do it every single day okay do this every single morning and every single evening and that's the best way to practice and When I took Kundalini teacher training and I learned how to be, I went deeper into my Kundalini yoga practice. It was almost very similar. A lot of the Kriyas and a Kriya is their word for like your routine, whatever you do that day, your hour of Kundalini, that's your Kriya. There's the invitation also in Kundalini with some of the meditations and some of the chants, do this every day, do this every day for 40 days or for 50 days. And there's talk about the science behind it. We are training our whole system. We're creating a habit when we do something every single day. However, once again, coming back to the question, what is the kindest thing that I can do for myself today? If I want to really explore yoga and really explore mind body practices I could get to a point where I accumulate so many different recommendations for morning practices, and it is not always feasible. I don't want to say possible. I think feasible is a better word. It's not always feasible for me to do every single one of them every day. And even if I did, when I try to parcel off my mind-body section of the morning, okay, 15 minutes for physical practice, 15 minutes for chanting, it becomes this thing to-do, it's like on the to-do list. It becomes something that I'm like, okay, it becomes kind of like one of those things that I'm not really doing for myself. It's like, okay, I have between eight, eight o'clock and nine o'clock. What am I going to do? How much time do I have for yoga? Am I going to be interrupted to go make another pot of coffee or, or or whatever, some distraction? And so sometimes focusing on one of those things is not only more feasible, But it's more sincere because I'm really putting my heart into one of those things. And I've noticed through my physical and mind-body practices, I've noticed that by tuning into what I really want, I need different things on different days. So yes, in the perfect world, I would chant every day. I would do physical practice every day. I have felt incredible benefits in my life by going a long stretch of days doing one of those modalities over and over again. It's beautiful. But sometimes the most accessible thing is to say, okay, what do I really, really need right now? If I've been very stressed, if I haven't gone to the gym a lot, if I woke up kind of feeling antsy and that that feeling that my body just needs to, I just need to work something out of my body, then a physical practice is is super important. And The physical practice has a lot of breath work in it. Almost any yoga practice, even if you're just, even if you're going for a job, you have to constantly breathe and you're aware of your breathing because you're doing cardio. So the physical practice is encompassing of of a lot, you know, flexibility, relaxation. So when I ask myself that question, what is the kindest thing I can do for myself? Those answers come and then I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for me and it's joyous. It's, there. I, I should be doing it for me all the time. The whole purpose of any of these practices is we're doing them for us. If we're teaching them, then we're holding space for somebody else. So this question, the way I'm feeling right now on my podcasting journey knowing that the podcast is going to continue and knowing that we are just going to have more episodes more frequently. I'm definitely going to pick up the frequency. I'm excited to do that. I have the time to do that. Knowing that, that gives me joy. There's other things. There's other things that I kind of go back and forth with. Writing is something that I kind of, it ebbs and flows and You know, do you call yourself a writer if you write occasionally, who knows? But I feel like with all the things, with the podcast, with this portal that I'm in now, this new space of being more of a creator, a digital creator, not, you know, working a nine to five, being in this different space where I'm exploring my creative juices, the the most accessible thing, rather than coming up with a list of what I should accomplish That doesn't exist. It doesn't exist because I haven't written it. (laughs) If I was to sit down and try to write it, it would be something like, okay, well, come on, I have to think of what I'm going to accomplish. I'm starting 2024 out with a question What is the kindest thing that I can do for myself? So maybe there's a question that you can access. Maybe you have a list. Maybe there's a word. you're focusing on. I know I've heard of, I have a few friends that are really, really get their inspiration and their motivation from a word. I like this question. I I like it. So I would say, Hey, a therapist recommended it to me, maybe try it out just for kicks. (laughs) Um, When it comes to words and intentions, uh, that's where I don't want to give advice, but this question is, is good for me. So happy Friday. I am recording this on Friday and I will be immediately posting it with very few show notes. I just want to get it out. And I am so thrilled with the way this year has ended, concluded with me launching this podcast and starting this new journey. And right now, nothing matters more to me. I do want, obviously, to grow the podcast. Nothing matters more to me than knowing what people, how people are reacting, what you want to hear about, what you would like to see in an episode. This is a transformational podcast about blooming that is such a wide umbrella. So if there's something that you feel like I've been listening to Rebecca's podcast, and I I would love to talk to her, maybe you want to be a guest, maybe there's something that you can talk about, reach out to me, or something that you want to hear about. I am really open. And I'm so grateful and have a safe, festive, joyous, warm New Year's Eve and New Year's Day and New Year's weekend and start to your 2024. Thank you so much for being here. It means the world to me. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Bloom with a Boom podcast and for your presence. Otherwise, this community wouldn't exist. If there was anything that really resonated share the podcast with a friend or family member somebody that could really benefit from tuning into these conversations and you can actually rate and review the show on apple podcasts or on spotify or the other podcast apps and i'm just so happy to have you here in this community and stay tuned for more medicinal conversations about getting out of our own way